we kind of try to but if you don't pass open mic I'm sorry you suck it's not like it's you have to have it in you and like people who don't pass open mic but they really want to be on the stage and want to make people laugh they create their own groups and start like going around and selling shows and like shitting on the scene because in Croatia it's so young they do that that we cannot cooperate how, how many how many, how many comedians such as the ones you just explained exist like 10 10 well that's, yeah, well, that's a lot well Depends Since the scene, yeah. the scene is so small, it is a lot, you know, because kind of... And they're dumping the prices and stuff like that. And, uh, well, the worst thing is that they're, like, <laughs> not funny. <laughs> I know that sounds stupid, but, you know, with, here it's a, it's a family. Like, nobody is earning money off somebody. You recorded this? I think you can kind of still hear the patter of the rain on the windowsill or something. Can you hear that? Hey, it's Gavo Feliga. It's 7 in the morning. It's 7.13 to be exact. I'm not usually up at this hour, uh, but it's a, it's a beautiful Warsaw morning in October. Feels like mid-November. Everything is a nice bluish gray. Really, uh, just a beautiful morning here in Warsaw, Poland. For everyone out there listening for the first time, this is Nagrawishto, uh, which I guess translates to you recorded this? Roughly. There's a podcast focused around stand-up comedy and other comedy arts and stuff, you know what I'm saying? So, so welcome. Welcome to you who have come to Nagrawishto PL. And I'm basically acting as publisher here. This is, we got a little bonus episode happening right now. This is what's happening. I'm telling you, it's a little bonus episode. It's what's happening right now. It's about to happen. Peter Shumovsky, Piotr Shumovsky is traveling the world I mean, he's traveled part of the world so far. We'll see how far he makes it. But he was traveling through the Balkans, uh, former Yugoslavia, I guess. And and he recorded a couple conversations. So I'm acting as publisher here. I, Gaywell and Gaywell Publishing is what I'm what I'm doing right now. This is I'm, I'm, I just registered that that company today with the administration. They they were pleased for you know a new business venture because they could tell that I'm a serious professional kind of guy. I don't fuck around, you know. He sent me these conversations. Uh, the first one is short, about 15 minutes, with Tin Vodopivets and Andrei Tezak-Teshki from Slovenia. The second one is closer to an hour, a fairly long conversation with Marina Orsag in Croatia. I'm sure I'm 
mispronouncing that slightly. It's the American accent that fucks me up. It's it really it's just something that affects your brain as you age, you know, and you you get dumber basically, and you start to want to take over other countries and stuff, abuse people. I'm fighting it. I'm I'm getting therapy, but I'm also talking to a speech psychopathologist, Marina Orsak who certainly seems to know her business. Uh, these are all working comedians, you know, that he spoke to that have years of experience in the field, uh, whatever that may be for their respective countries. But I'm not too familiar with them. I haven't seen anybody perform uh, live other than Tina Vodopivitz, who was uh, here briefly in, in Poland and performing in English. Uh but they all sound like passionate people, people who are passionate about stand-up. And Marina Orsak, I was like, damn, this, I want to work for this woman. This woman knows knows her shit. I'm just, uh, you know, I was, I was kind of impressed about how how professional the this these conversations are, how specific and and oh yeah, that's something I need to mention. Is this is very. A very inside little bonus episode. This is for people I think who are either doing stand up or you know in that field somehow or interested in doing it. Because as usual, there are some amusing little details or, or stories, but both of these conversations are f- strictly focused on what the s- situation is on the stand up scene in, in the respective countries right now. And how it came to be, how it's developed, and so on. Little kind of details that mostly comics are interested in. And to me, it was pretty fascinating to see the parallels with, you know, our Polish market, so to speak, and and Croatian, for example. But also the differences in how maybe it's organized. The way Marina Orsak talked about it sounded kind of like more a familial grassroots effort almost like a co-op or something which which I thought was really interesting and which I think shows how despite being influenced by the American and British forms and, and scenes of stand up how we here in Europe are developing eastern Europe are developing independently and possibly in completely different paths in some ways and that maybe comparing the to too closely is not always productive like i said these sort of stand-up communities and movements are built from the ground up kind of organically mostly by performers which is not at all like what happened in the u.s uh, certainly not what it is now i mean there's a whole system there a framework that's been around for a long time a lot of people involved a lot of money involved that is not the case so much here in Poland or Croatia or Slovenia. I think this is real interesting, a real tidbit for all you stand-up freaks out there, which is why I decide to release it. I'm glad to release it, even though the recording is a big ghetto quality. I mean, there's some funny things. There's phones ringing and, and shit like that. Uh, the sound is certainly not studio quality, but it has a certain half-amateur charm to it. 
You know, it's, it's like the early Wu-Tang tapes or something. And you even got the beeping noise from the cell phone interference. It's like you're leaving the tunnel in GTA 4. I don't know. I, I played that game a lot lately, so just beat it. I love the continued 420 debate anytime 420 comes up for all y'all in the know. But even though everybody who smokes weed knows what it means, nobody's really sure how it came to be. I guess the internet says it was it was started by some students in like a California university or something. But even the origin story, supposed origin story doesn't make that much sense. There's not like a specific reason as to why this happened, which is so telling, I think, and and true to the stoner uh, culture, whatever that may be. They're, and I'm not really talking about the shitty bootleg Bob Marley t-shirts they sell in every city. I'm just talking about getting blazed together and just doing stupid stuff. 420 all the way, man. All right, I think that's all there is to say. For the moment, like I said, I'm not sure because it's about 7 a.m. Hope you all enjoy this. You know, let me know if you did and maybe we'll see more of these. I think Peter's in India right now. Uh, I think he took an internship in a Bombay bordello. Well, we'll see how that turns out for him. You know, when we hear from him, I'll, I'll keep you posted, I guess. All right, you guys. Get your headphones on, uh, your speakers running at, at the proper volume. You know, you're about to listen to an international version of Nagrawishto. Yeah, baby, that's how we do We We recording this shit. Man, ain't nobody else recording it. Nobody gonna be recording it. That's why we record shit. You know what I'm saying? It is on and we're on. We're on. We're on. It started. 15 minute interview. No longer. After 15 minutes, we cut off mid sentence. Yeah. Off. So the conversation is about Slovenia. It's about how the stand up comedy scene started here, what it is now, uh, what you guys have done for it, where is it going. Uh, Maybe the best place to start is just introduce yourselves, maybe. I'll start. Uh, my name is Tim of the Pit. I've uh, been doing comedy since 2006, so it's going to be 10 years next year. Um, I started, um, it all started by, I, I watched my first comedy special DVD, was Robin Williams live on Broadway. I watched that and I was like, wow, what, what's happening here? This guy's on stage all alone talking bullshit. And I was like, oh, I could do that. Uh, I wanted to do that. And then I started searching and when, on the internet when you search something, they give you suggestions for other stuff. Like, if you like this, you're going to like this. And it was it said Eddie Izzard. And I was like, oh, what's this, this transvestite? What, what's happening here? And I started watching it. I was like, what is going on? I don't understand anything. And then after like half an hour of watching Eddie, it suddenly just clicked. And I was like, wow, this is awesome. I love this. And I just watched everything from Eddie. And that is something that inspired me to do comedy. Is it fair to say that you guys were the comedians that... Like you got your influences from America, yeah. but is the Britain, current yeah. crop of Slovenian comedians are they influenced by you? Is it gotten that big where people watch you and they say I can do that, or is it still yeah. American influence? Yeah, it, it is now both. Yeah, yeah, it's sure. still 
internet is the biggest influence if, if there wasn't for internet because before internet the only way to get in contact with comedy was to go into and go to America buy a VHS cassette go home watch it on your recorder and that's that was the only thing so if you didn't go to America didn't have any contact but but internet just brought everything to our computers just click away now you can watch all the comedians in the world just from your you know from your bed from your phone and that is huge and that was something that kind of like just inspired everybody I think sure um, when did you start Teshki? yeah I'm Teshki uh, I started managing comedy actually the same year he started being a comedian so uh, yeah because comedy also need a manager and I was music manager before so um, one one comedian called me and said hey would you be my manager what do you do stand up comedy oh no shit no, no way this is not gonna happen in Slovenia but then after another lunch that he, he he bought me, I said, "Okay, this guy wants to to buy me lunch, so that's okay. <laughs> I'm gonna be manager." <laughs> and um, being a manager also leads me to to being MC, and usually because there was not enough money to bring another another man on stage, so I was the one. And now, after ten years, I'm I'm trying to do my first solo show. So for me, really. Being a comedian is now not like I'm doing it for ten but years. You were, but doing, you were doing improv before. Right? Yeah, but before that, uh, more than like twenty years now, uh, I was doing improv comedy. Uh, we have this improv league in Slovenia where a lot of different groups are are coming. I was quite good. I mean, I was in a quite good team, and we were also um, we we were number one for a few, for champions, a few years, right? champions. Yeah, yeah and so. Yeah. How, how big is improv compared to stand-up in Slovenia? What's well, bigger? It, it used to be very big. Uh, improv, like a community, improv is very big, but yeah. you cannot live out of improv. But you can now, maybe, few comedians can live out of stand-up. You know? So st- stand-up is a completely different thing. You are on your own. You... Um, you, you you are on your own. You are, you you write. You you perform. You you, you don't have a director or anything. But in impro, it's usually like five people uh, going together, uh, performing together, rehearsing together. A lot of rehearsals. Even if people think ah this is all improvised. Yes, it is. But we have to know each other very well. So we perform a lot of times together in a small room just rehearsing so it's a lot of time and not so much money because you split into five the same amount sure so a lot of impro guys are jealous of comedians I remember when I was in high school I went to see an improv show and I was like wow these guys are so awesome and so fast and improvising and then like 10 years later I was on TV and these guys are still <laughs> in the same theater performing for the same 100 people and they're all like you know what this guy is they keep just passed us um, so yeah impro community is strong but then you have to like stand up is like a, a good platform to become a star you know impro players are not necessarily like how many comedians are there in Slovenia and let's take a definition the definition of yeah. a comedian let's say it's someone who has uh, done at least five shows has been paid for a show and has performed in the last year it's 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 come it's more than 50 for sure okay. maybe even even 60 70 i don't know we, if we would count all of them and maybe 10% of them is doing impro and stand up okay uh, when we started it was like 6 7 of us and half of us was doing impro and trying to do stand up um, but then 
then that was it. Not more people from Impro would come and try stand-up. Or maybe tried once, but then didn't like it or whatever. So now it's still the same five people, you know, but more and more new stand-up comedians coming. In. Well, when you say getting paid for a gig, there's a lot of guys that, you know, start and in their fifth gig they already get a little bit something. So, yeah, I think there's actually... When we try to, you know, do the sh- the festival and we look at who are the Slovenian comedians, there's only like five, six of guys that we really can count on them and say like, oh, these guys are going to bring audience. They're good. They've been doing. They have solo shows. And then the rest of the guys, they're trying. They're working. Uh, they uh, some of them have two shows per month. And but you know, they're, it's always like it's getting harder and harder. In one way, it's easier for them because there's like. Uh, a platform for them to come there's open mics when we started there wasn't any open mics there wasn't any crowd nobody even know what knew what stand up nobody even wanted to go to see stand up but now you have people that come and these guys are like they have it easier but on the other hand the competition is stronger now so uh, it's getting you have to be like a real hustler together so if we were, you said that there's six comedians that you can rely on would that be fair to say that there's six full-time professional comedians who have earned enough money to buy a house and just live fully off this or is there more uh, not really buy a house, buy a house. there's yeah. one who could buy a house. one yeah. yeah but that's more because he really came into television and he's yeah he's, he's a the reality TV show tv star and all that host tv shows host, yeah. yeah so how many comedians can live from it not buy a house but just you know that's a full-time profession in slovenia yeah maybe five or six yeah. which would be I but mean, that's also doing other stuff based on your comedy so it means like uh, being a comedian and then also being hired to write somewhere yeah. and get money because you did a good job being a comedian yeah but, but then we maybe have like 15 or 20 more comedians <laughs> that it's it's a really good hobby for them or it's maybe it's more than just a hobby they they, they perform maybe three or four times a month so I would say that there's 20 comedians really in Slovenia that you can count on them maybe even for this festival that we are doing yeah, yeah. Um, so but yeah you have this these six when if you put them on people will come to see them and then you have this 20 that you fill the program with and they are maybe even better yeah. when, when they have these 15 minutes but they have these 15 minutes you know? yeah. and it's only like maybe three or four of, of comedians in Slovenia that can now do a solo show and go and perform in, in I don't know theaters maybe or things like that. How how has TV influenced Slovenian comedy? When was the first time a Slovenian comedian went on TV, and did that change things? I think um, I I went on TV in 2007 I, after my 30th show. That was so too early in any way. So, but I was like, oh, you know, a TV. It was the same, you know, because stand-up started, started to develop and TV producers saw it and they were like, oh, let's put this. It's going to be free and let's put him on TV. And I was like, yeah, I'm ready. But I wasn't ready. Yeah. Now when I watch the tape, I'm like, oh my God, can we please take it off? But the TV has collapsed since and the YouTube channel is still working and my, my first show on TV is still on YouTube and I'm always like... How, how can I contact anyone to take it off? But in other ways, like, it's a memory. It's, you know. sure. So how it many, was how many Slovenian co- uh, comedians perform on TV? Like, we don't have really, like, we don't have a comedy show on TV. We used yeah. to have it, yeah. Yeah, we used to have just one year of, like, what is it, like, a comedy, TV, comedy TV special, series, like, yeah. with, with three comedians in, in half an hour, um, 
show, you know. So, so it was just like one year in, in how, 30 comedians? Or Thir- so. 13, it was 13 episodes, two comedians every time, and half of them repeated. So it was actually, I would say, 15 comedians from yeah. Slovenia appeared on TV. That was national TV or was it like a Comedy Central thing? Uh, it was the second biggest commercial TV yeah. station. Yeah. Commercial, not national. But otherwise we... It was national, but it's, everything is national here. It's only <laughs> yeah. two million people. It's, if you have a local TV, that's for three people. Three ga- grandmas watch local TV, that's it. Sure. Yeah, but otherwise we are more, more like... Um, part of the shows or something when you have like three minutes maybe or something from, I don't know you New Year show you know or something and then two comedians would come and, and do it and it's not a big recognition for that you know and then only this one comedian that ha- is a host of, of a show and then okay is another one like Tosh that, that he was hosting two different shows and now people know him but not knowing him because he's stand up comedian you know so it, it's not really connected you know yeah yeah you mentioned that comedy, you guys were one of the first that started doing it was 12, 9 years ago, something like that. Yeah. Um, what was before that? Was it, was it uh, sketches or what was Slovenian yeah. comedy before stand-up? It was a it was, um, few guys that were doing similar thing that, that today we call stand-up comedy. They didn't call it stand-up comedy. They, it was like political satire maybe or, or just a mono-comedy or something like this. Um, some of them write it for themselves, some of them just take uh, or or translate a, a show or whatever but but never before was this called stand up comedy in Slovenia wait wait sorry you just mentioned that some of them translated the show what yeah it was it? like yeah. I mean but this is like mono comedy show where you have like, I don't know if you may be like caveman or or, or things like this you know it like, yeah but it's not like illegally they would buy rights yeah, yeah, yeah. for the show but yeah, it was in a stand up genre but it wasn't stand because the, the, it wasn't a guy writing jokes. It was just like, oh, this show is working. I'll buy it and then I'll translate it in Slovenian. And okay. Ta-da, I'm doing it. But I'm doing it. It's not stand-up. It's like, like I have experienced this. It's like somebody else experienced it. I'm just when, talking it. When we started um, putting this stand-up comedy on, on stages, you know, these guys that were doing mono-comedy would be always saying, oh, this is some alternative stuff we don't like it it's shit Mm -hmm. it's all all amateurs and everything and then 10 years later these guys are coming to our shows performing you know like I don't know like today on on the festival we had this one guy he's 60 you know and he's a good comedian in theater and now he wants to be part of 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 this you know the community the community so for us it's it's a big success you know even if on one side some people would say oh these guys now want to 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 join you because you you made a big promotion of of the genre and all this and for me it's like no it's it's really good they want to come Mm -hmm. five years ago they would they would say we are we are bad amateurs and everything but now they want to be part of it so for us it's just wow guys we got we got three more minutes i've got two questions i want to ask you or two topics the comedy club in Slovenia. How long has it existed? How does it work? How many stand-ups do you have per week? It's only one club. It's mm-hmm. called Desetka, which is the 10th, uh, because there was a, a, a pool, bar. pool bar before that was called that name. Uh, it exists one year and a half nearly, and uh, two days a week. One day is open mic, uh, or a new material night, as we call it, and one night is like more uh, proper stand-up comedy shows. Um, but you know. had shows in different venues before. Yeah, yeah Teshki, he's been trying to do to have a, sh- a proper club in Ljubljana for years, but he's been always 
migrating from one place to another. But this is this last year was it last yeah. year you finally like got a proper yeah. Place now to we do it. we have a place where we want we can say this is our venue now. This is our club, even if it's not everything proper like like I don't know English comedy club where you have booze and, and something to eat and stuff and people would come every day two days a week for Ljubljana is, is big enough yeah. before that we, we would go to clubs where they would have techno parties on Friday and Saturday would be uh, gay night and then Sunday open mic and then Tuesday uh, so if, you, if you've got events there only two times a week what happens the next five days I don't know dance courses or kids uh, some things you know last question I want to ask you about and it's interesting to me because that's how uh, the comedy scene developed in Poland is that stand-up was going big but all of a sudden we took the American formula of doing a roast and all of a sudden you had comedians who had I don't know 20,000 views on their YouTube video but the roast came on and it was half a million views um, Have I know you've had had a roast on national TV in Slovenia has that helped are you guys pro-roast or just talk about roasts really the, the first roast happened in April, that means four months ago. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, we've been trying, we've been thinking about a rose for years, but it wasn't, the scene wasn't ready really. And we didn't have a real celebrity that was prepared to be roasted. But until this comedian, the one comedian that has been hosting national TV shows, he said, like, all right, let's do it. You can host me. And that's how it happened. And because of him, it got onto t- on TV. If we if we would do it without him, it would probably just end up on YouTube with uh, 2,000 views or something, or maybe getting more l- later on. But uh, we're pro roast, and now another actor slash host is going to do roast on TV uh, with the same TV, and he's been preparing for it, and now the time is right, and he's going to push it, he's going to host it. So I think yeah, in the next few months, Serena is going to have a, a proper like a roast series of of different. Rose, yeah. Uh, has there been any other like specific comedy events that have? Uh, I think made the festival, this festival. festival has been the biggest push for the scene because before that we just did clubs and little places, pubs, and nobody really bothered to come and like media didn't care. Everybody said like Tashka said they used to say you are from the streets. Like, I heard guys from the streets. What David Letterman is from the streets. Jerry Lennon is from the streets. Jer- Jerry Seinfeld is from the streets. Everybody's from the streets. Yeah, and we were more like, for we were student. A community. Like yeah, a like student. we were just for students, you know. So nobody wanted to come to see a student show, you know. Sure. And then we did this punch festival and, and everything got different, you know. People from the first year, now it's eight years. And from the first year, people start coming um, in ties and, you know, dressed nice and wanted to to enjoy the show and um and the media came and media came and and so so the scene got bigger with the festival and and today we can say the festival got bigger because of the scene as well you know so we are helping each other the scene is helping festival festival is helping scene after 10 years i think comedy is huge in slovenia if you if you're talking about two million people and and i don't know if we said 20 or even 50 comedians it depends what you what you want yeah, to yeah. take you know yeah. All right, cool. That's right. 15 minutes. Thank yes. you very much, guys. Thanks. Absolutely <laughs> pleasure. Today, we're doing the second episode of an internet show okay. that I still have no name for. Okay. Uh, at the moment, the folder is <laughs> called Comedy Talks, and we've had one with Slovenia. 
This okay. is the second one in Croatia. Cool. I'm speaking to Marina Orsag. Yes, personally, <laughs> personally, what I can tell about Marina Orsag is that without her, uh, I probably would not be performing at the Balkans. Yeah, so, well. <laughs> uh, she's a mover and shaker. She, yeah. uh, she runs the business here. Is that yeah. accurate? Yeah, unfortunately it is accurate. <laughs> and if I wouldn't be doing all of that, my own career would be much better, and uh, I would even have much more time to do your tour much uh, better than like any other tour I do. In uh, foreign acts, I think it should be like people know us already here, so I think that maybe a little bit more time and effort. But I, as soon as the team gets bigger, then we will have time, effort, and money sure. to make things even better. So how big? How big is the team right now, and what is the team? Well, the team. Uh, well, comedians are kind of a comedian team, which I don't actually count in the structure of the... I mean, without them, there would not be club. I mean, without us, there wouldn't be because we have to make people laugh. But still, what we do as comedians, we come, we make people laugh, and then we go home because each of them and me, we have our own day jobs. And uh, my day job is running this whole... Sure. Thing here. So there's so, no comedian in Croatia that has uh, that is a full on 100% stand up comedy, nothing else. Yeah, well, Tihomir only. <laughs> if you can Tihomir, yes. yeah, the psycho. But one, the psycho one. one. But um, yeah, me. But I'm still doing this, and Tihomir is also hel helping this. But I'm uh, living only from stand up comedy, okay. and the club lives from my stand up comedy outside of the club, sure. because it. Still, because we didn't have the city space, we didn't get anything from the state or whatever. So this is a private space. We're paying the rent. We're paying everything. And it's kind of actually a business that has to be run. But since uh, it's not like completely uh, each month we are a little tiny amount of money in minus. Yeah. So we're just kind of catching up. So, yeah, it still kind of lives out of um, my outside sure. fees. But it will, I think that maybe in three years we will start making money as well, which we can invest further in PR or whatever, because I think a lot of people maybe told you last night that they have no idea that this club actually exists. And it's fifth season already. So. This is the fifth year the comedy has existed, the comedy club has existed? Yeah, this is the fifth season we entered. And... Uh, you told me off camera that uh -huh. usually right now at the comedy club there's a hundred people per night on average. Yeah, Has but it always still, been that way? Uh, no, no, of course. When we started ten years ago, first when we started ten years ago, we were kind of a boom, which was like first stand-up comedians ever, blah blah blah. And me and my colleagues, five of them, and me and my colleagues started, but that wasn't kind of the real deal because two of us actually wanted to do stand-up, three of them wanted to be actors and stuff, blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. and it wasn't 100% full-on stand-up because some of them were telling jokes that are from the, like, from the people... normal jokes. Normal like, jokes, yeah, okay, like yeah, from yeah. the people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but kind of transferring them into me and my friend or whatever, <laughs> stuff like that. So it wasn't like full-on stand-up. Uh, but then it was like really boom. We had like 250 people per uh, night, but it at wasn't a day. Yeah? At the very beginning, okay. but it was only once a week. We had every Thursday we had stand-up. Okay. And at the first beginning it was like that. It was completely full. 
until the PR lasted, like the first ones. Oh, right, right, so right. when that little settled down, that then you have to kind of start building up the scene because if you bring with the poof, you bring a lot of people, and if you don't hold up the quality in the scene, then it just starts kind of. And then we fell apart, the five of us. Yeah. So and the kind of the whole story kind of fell apart, and then I started open mic, and it just kind of the, the Thursdays were still okay. Mm-hmm. I mean, 150 to 300 people, 400 people. It, mm-hmm. it depends on like the price of the ticket sometimes. And then there were a couple of mistakes that my colleagues and myself made. Like one colleague uh, persuade us that we should. Uh, put free entrance because we found the sponsor for the entire year. Mm-hmm. So we should put free entrance for people. And it was a big mistake because after you lose the sponsor and you put on the okay. ticket price again, it's like, oh, come on, it was free so far. So it's like, I think that stand-up should be considered as a normal theater. And if you go to theater, you pay tickets. And tickets here are like from 10 euros top uh, up. up yeah. So we have five euros a ticket. I think it's perfectly... In, Okay, yeah. since we have the bar. So, so it kind of... How much does a beer cost in the bar? Just two euros. Two euros. 1.8. So it's, so it's just a normal uh, price for a beer. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. Any other and place. we are not exaggerating like somewhere in the center, like yeah. 18 or 20 kunas. We're like 14 kunas, which is 1.9 euros or yeah. <laughs> something like that. Yeah. And um, 1.8. And um, But when we started, the, it was like every Monday we had open mic after, year, after mm-hmm. we started. And it was kind of okay. It was approximately 70 to 100 people every Monday. And every Thursday we had new material, stand-up. This is something that confuses me because um, you, this comedy club mm-hmm. only does a stand-up. There's no improv. Now, no after that's what I, th- this is what we first had. Monday it was one club, yeah. uh, open mic. And Thursdays it was everywhere in Zagreb. And then at one point we decided like, okay, this is ridiculous. We need to have our own club mm-hmm. because... You know how it is when people don't know who stand up. So you come to a club and they're like, "Do you really need a microphone? Do you really need a yeah. light?" Are you like, and we're like, "Okay, this is." And f- like five years of that, and we were like, "Okay, we need to have our own club." And then we entered here, and this was something completely different. It, this was like multimedia club where, yeah. where we had only Thursdays, okay. and on Mondays we still had. Them. And then after a while, we realized, okay, Thursdays are full completely all the time. Looking for ticket extra. Mm-hmm. Okay, let's bring in. Wednesdays and when like because we had enough comedians to have five thir- on Thursday, five on Wednesday, so it, it was ten of us. So we try, tried that, and then it, that was full, and we we're like, okay, now we have Monday, we have Wednesday, and we have Thursday that are full. Mm-hmm. Okay, so to, in order to have our own club, two more days need to be full, yeah, and that's it. Yeah. And uh, then we opened this because the the girls closed the multimedia and the place stayed empty. And we were already kind of like settled here, like, okay, every Thursday, huh? okay, fuck it, let's open up a club and we'll see what's going to happen. And uh, it was 70 to 80 people per night, but then we started cooperating with uh, foreign com- with Serbians, Slovenians, Macedonians, Bosnians. So we kind of made a, a pattern. Every Monday is open mic. Tuesdays are one man or one woman show, mm-hmm. hour and a half. Wednesdays are theme mm-hmm. shows. Thursdays are new material. Uh, Fridays are... Just the difference between new material and open mic is that Thursdays when the established comedians uh-huh. come up on stage and Mondays is where everyone can come up on stage. Exactly. Okay. Yeah. And, the th- and Fridays are 
theme nights again or uh, because we have a lot of them we kind of decided to put our best offs into themes and we have sex trilogies seven deadly sins sex trilogies only porno and sex seven deadly sins is only about religion hour and a half then we have animalism which is only about animals then we have um TV m- movie night which is only about TV stuff and m- movies yeah. it's and we have like 13 or 14 theme shows so far Wait, does so, that mean you do these theme shows time like once you do it once you're gonna do it again in yeah, yeah, weeks, yeah because or? it's like a, it's like a sh- like show if you open up uh, in a theater if you open up like Hamlet you're not gonna play it only once Okay. You're going to play it every month. Yeah. And since uh, now we have enough team shows to fill out the entire month with a couple of guests, and that's it. So we have the monthly program with that. And there is a lot of people who didn't see, like, Sex the Lodge so far was performed, I think, like 11 times, okay. which is 1,200 people, if you, 1,500 people. So, and there's 1 million people in Zagreb. So there's a lot of people who didn't see Sex the Lodge so yeah. far so we can still run it every month at one point when it starts not to be sold out then we were like okay let's freeze the show for a while let's do like let's make up a new show and how many sh- how many it. how long does it take for a show to freeze up as in when when do you know it's uh well if it's below 80 yeah then we because this is we, we have we have to be full but when it's below 80 or actually like kind of 60 then we start to think about okay we like for zizantia uh, which zija is, is uh, weed in uh, creation and zizantia is joking around okay so we kind of zija and zizantia zizantia so we kind of like <laughs> wrapped up in a in a name yeah. and we talk about our hour and a half about the uh, weed drugs and how do you feel like stone or shit like that and after a while that show kind of had like six uh, performances and then on the seventh and eighth it was like 40 to 60 people and they were like mm, okay something is wrong let's mm-hmm. wait and we didn't do it for three months mm-hmm. and then we just did it on 420 which kind of felt perfectly on friday 420 yeah. you know what 420 is that's the day of the weed 20th of April. That's the day of weed? Yeah. I always it's forget. 420. <laughs> it's always 420. So it kind of so felt why, why, perfectly. Why is it so? Why is it, why is I don't know. It's so the World Day of Marijuana, 420. Okay, right. All right. It's Check it out, yeah. actually. <laughs> That's why I always thought that not a lot of people go to marijuana parades because everyone just forgets about them. Yeah. Everyone who but it's not it. a parade. It's kind of like you have to light the joint at 420 on the four, on the 20th of April. And it's kind of, I don't know, that day is, it's chose. Maybe it's Bob Marley's birthday. No, it's not. He's born. Uh, let's say it's Bob Marley's birthday. Let's just say it's I Bob Marley's birthday. I don't think so, but okay. It doesn't matter. It's uh, his birthday. Yeah, so yeah. that day, the, it fell on Friday on Saturday perfectly. And we were like, okay, let's just do it on this day and we'll see what we can fix up a little bit so and then i connected and, and i was like okay maybe if we intrigue them with something and then we connected up with the smart shop and we we're like okay with every price of ticket you uh, get an opportunity to win we were sharing uh, handing out five prizes mm-hmm. uh, like a bong or whatever yeah, yeah. and it was sold out and we we're like okay let's try another one out of curiosity on mm-hmm. that night were you actually selling out also drugs from a head no, shop? no unfortunately just we cannot it's not legal yet in croatia hopefully yet or anymore uh, yet, hopefully but, it will be. Okay, no, but we're talking about head shop stuff, right? Right now, head shops do exist in Croatia. Well, it's I'm edit smart this, shop. Smart shop. Yeah, it, where you can buy everything but weed. Yeah. <laughs> like you can buy 
how to grow weed. You can buy bongs, you can buy filters, you can buy grinders, yeah. you can buy whatever you want, but you cannot buy weed. It's not Amsterdam yet, yeah. unfortunately. Yeah, so we did that, and uh, on Saturdays we have guests. Every second Saturday are, is Serbian night, because mm-hmm. Serbians fill up the place every single time. Mm-hmm. So it's Serbian night, then we have uh, Herzegovina, Bosnian-Herzegovinian once a month on Saturday, and sometimes we have guests like you. So we're kind of combining it, and now we are full-on 24 days a month. When you said just a second ago, Serbians fill up the club, mm-hmm. is it something to, like, Serbians come to see Serbians, or is it just people... No, no, people it's creation. Just... It's the, the, like when... Okay, we're entering political stuff now, but when um, Yugoslavia fell apart, yeah. um, I think that, like, Croatians and Serbians love each other the most, and we hate it, like, love and, like, like love you know, when, hate. you know that saying when you were little, like, who fights, likes each other, who, you yeah, know yeah, that, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. so it's kind of like that, so, because I don't think that Croatian people care much about Macedonians, Slovenians, Montenegros, Bosnians, but Serbians, oh, we hate them and we love them at the same time, okay. so it's vice versa, and when the war broke, it yeah. was the biggest fight was between Croatia and Serbia, and now, 20 years later, they miss our accent, we miss their accent, okay. and it's kind of, and the Serbians are all, were always like the most uh, humorous people on uh, in in the Balkans in Yugoslavia. Did, so, do the Balkan region right now? Did, are you guys like I don't know competing against each other? Would you say like the Croats want to be funnier than Serbs, or is it all really like one big family? Yeah, it's Serbs? really really one big family. Maybe Slovenians are fighting against us all just yeah. a little tiny bit okay. <laughs> because it's like it's forty eight of them, and we're like no. It's not 48 of you. Like, no, but it is 48 professional comedians. No. Wait, wait, wait. In Slovenia, there's 48 comedians? It was one paper. That's what we are joking to them, uh, with them about all the time. It's like, they're the smallest country. Yeah. And in one paper, it it came out that, like, in Croatia, there's 13 professional stand-up comedians. Okay. That you can say that they're really stand-up comedians. They're making money out of it. Not like, ooh, I don't know how much money, but making, like, living out of stand-up comedy, plus some other jobs on the side, plus they're writing their own shit. No plagiarism, no jokes, no foreign comedy translated, and stuff like that. Like, 13. Uh, And Croatia started first, 10 years ago. We were first, then Slovenians uh, nine years ago or eight years ago. And then uh, Serbians, then Bosnians, and Macedonians, the the last ones. And the Montenegros, we are still waiting on them to (laughs) wake up. Catch up. (laughs) Yeah, but they will probably. So it's really, now we have 13 after 10 years. Uh, Serbians have uh, seven professional comedians. Bosnians have like three professional comedians. And it was so funny when we read like 48 professional comedians. Where? Like, what? Everybody who comes on open mic is a professional comedian? Yeah, right. So that's why we're like, yeah, yeah, right, Slovenians. Yeah, okay. But we're not. We are actually trying to have uh, projects that are kind of connecting and combining. Like, uh, first and first festival that I did in Zagreb, it was under, it was at the period when uh, Serbians didn't start yet. Yeah. But it was in a period where Croatia and Slovenia were fighting about this little piece of sea. Yeah. So we were like, uh, with the laughter against, the slogan of the festival was, with the laughter against uh, 
fights or something like that. it's translatable it sounds Works, better yeah, in whatever. Korea. but like with laughter against fights of with, uh, for the sea and shit so we had slovenians and uh, slovenian and croatian comedians together mm-hmm. on the festival mm-hmm. then uh next year we brought some foreign comedians as guests and we realized that as i told you it didn't work as like well yeah. they kind of like our mentality yeah And but you're similar to our mentality, so they accepted you, yeah, 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 really great last night. Um, but still, when they hear English, English, so on the third uh, year, we did the uh, revolution of the Balkan consciousness. That was the slogan of the festival. Yeah. And on each night, there was one comedian from foreign country perform uh, from foreign Yugoslavia, uh, former Yugoslavia. Foreign, so okay, it was yeah. one Bosnian one Serbian one mm. Slovenian one Croatian one Macedonian and as I told you the, we are waiting for the Montenegro so to and wh- you, you, wake you're up. skipping Albania all the time why is Albania not even in the mix like you're waiting for she's Montenegro. not she was Albania wasn't in Yugoslavia Albania wasn't you okay so that's uh, that's your that's, fault that's just my fault <laughs> that's, that's, that's your my, mistake that's my mistake <laughs> yeah no right. it was uh, six uh, countries and uh, Montenegro Bosnia Croatia okay, Slovenia let's Serbia this, let's yeah. this is going to be edited out we're going to cut it no <laughs> one's going to know I made that mistake whatever okay yeah um, but so it's we're kind of trying to so we're actually not fighting we're really big happy family uh, problems that we do have are with the comedians since it's it's a small uh kind of sm- small scene yeah. so who doesn't pass the open mic which is not we are not choosing that yeah the audiences and okay sometimes we have jur- jury because yeah. uh, somebody brings 50 friends and they all vote for him and he wins and he's the worst and so we kind of try to but if you don't pass open mic I'm sorry you suck it's not like it's you have to have it in you and like people who don't pass open mic but they really want to be on the stage and want yeah. to make people laugh they create their own groups and start like going around and selling shows and like shitting on the scene because in Croatia it's so young when some somewhere for example all the Croatians think that Croatian people are not funny yeah so When they announce stand-up somewhere and people in that city are like, okay, okay, let's see, creation. And they come and they suck. Yeah. And they're like, I will never come and see stand-up comedians in creation again. And then we are like, oh, okay. And you cannot go around cities and like, no, but it's not the same thing. Yeah, you know, these yeah, are actually... Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, that, that's a bigger problem than... So how many, how many groups, how many such groups exist in Croatia? I mean, you guys are the main uh, group, right? You, you've got the comedy club. Yeah, and we try to do it professionally. And it's not like uh, if there are other groups in other cities and everything else, we wouldn't mind at okay. all. It's just that we have kind of a agreement with them. Like if we can have every month a meeting <coughs> or something. Mm-hmm. So we're like, okay, this is the price on 15 minutes. This, 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 okay. this. Because if you, like loyal competition yeah that would be amazing and uh but with those i think there's one maybe two but no one because one kind of got separated but we don't co- cooperate with those teams exactly for the same reason i told you i mean they don't pass open if they were good enough they would be residents of, of the studio okay. of laughter and uh, they like they they tell jokes And, you know, we wasted so many years explaining to creation people what stand-up comedy actually is. And yeah. it has nothing to do with jokes. It has nothing to do with plagiarism and stuff like that. And then they do that. They, uh, we cannot cooperate. How, 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 many, how many comedians such as the ones you just explained exist in Croatia? Working? Like well, comedians? Well, like the people you just mentioned that go to a different oh. city. They tell 
How much is a lot? Like ten. Ten. Well, that's, yeah, well, that's a lot. Not, well, well since the scene, yeah. the scene is so small, it is a lot, you know, because kind of, and they're dumping the prices and stuff like that. And uh, well, the worst thing is that they're like <laughs> not, not funny. <laughs> I know that sounds stupid, but you know, with here it's a it's a family. Like nobody is earning money off somebody. Mm-hmm. We're not like if studio now sends me like I have three different entities. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a comedian. That's completely different for me. If I go to perform somewhere yeah. and if I need to give twenty percent to the club, I will give it to the club. It's and as the not owner as the director of the club. I'm not earning money for that. I never got a paycheck for that because mm-hmm. it's something we kind of need to do for the thing to exist. Yeah. But every time we take like 10% or 20% off of a gig as an agency, yeah. that money never goes into anybody's hands. It yeah. goes into... Running the place. Uh, well, like, look at the freaking floor. I mean, you know, we need 5,000 euros to to actually make a new floor, which is the money we do not have right now. So it's for that. It's not like... So if mm-hmm. a comedian is a really, really good comedian and we take them in because we need more comedians, yeah. really we do, uh, nobody would, like... There is no reason for a good comedian not to be a part of studio. It's not like we have... If they're in Zagreb, and it's not like we have a monopoly, like nobody else can exist, but it's just that is, we is kind of hold the quality and we know what to, after now years and years of running it, we know what to do and how to... Zagreb is the, the capital of stand-up in Croatia. Zagreb now. is the capital of Croatia, so Full it's stand-up. kind of capital of uh, stand-up uh, split now. We started a scene there. I'm okay. sorry, mosquitoes <laughs> killed me. I don't know I've why. Been bitten, I've been bitten all over my body. Yeah. So, I don't know if it's shown. So, uh, Rijeka and Split, we started that now. They started... The thing is, nobody there wants to... They're just clubs inviting what they think are comedians or us to perform. Okay. It's like we didn't, like nobody started something somewhere. This guy who came on open mic here started open mic in Osik. Yeah. And it still was like he started open mic after performing once on the stage. And it's like, oh, just ask for help. You yeah. know, it's not a problem. Just ask what is important. And then after a couple of months, he's like, you know what they did? They did. Well, you know, we m- went through all that shit. Yeah. So you don't have to w- go. I mean, we went through, I mean, if you started like, you're not the first comedian in Poland or whatever. I'm one of the first. One of the first. So I you know, know how, the like, I'm yeah. the first in Croatia. Yeah. So it's like, I was standing on the, like, the, the, the box of the beer instead of the stage. Yeah. I was, it's, you know, yeah. they put me after 1 a.m., after everybody was drunk, and I'm like, no, 10, 11 p.m. is, like, the tops and shit. That's something I was going to ask you, uh, I prepared this question, mm-hmm. is that in Poland we always start our comedy shows at 8 o'clock. And it doesn't seem like you guys have a, like, you don't go out late and clubs finish at the same time as they do in Poland. Have you experimented with the hour? You guys always start at 9, I noticed. Uh, 8.30, well, 8.45. Uh, 8.30 is the, it says on the door, but okay. it starts at 8.40, 8.45. Uh, from the 1st of April, we switch to 9. Okay. Because it's daylight outside, so people kind of feel like they want to stay outside a little bit longer. So we start at 9. Okay. We never tried... Well, actually, once I think we tried uh, a midnight show, 
Okay. For something, I can't remember. But I was, I'm no, guessing a special occasion. No, yeah, for some yeah. special occasion. Yeah, because kind of, I think that people kind of see stand up as a going out to movies. Is yeah. Yeah, 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 to yeah. theater, and it's a great warm up for going out. Yeah. Like on Friday and Saturday, they come here, they laugh for an hour and a half or two, and then they go out dancing and drinking, and they have a great time because they are filled with positive energy after laughing here. So, but we really want to do want to start to do uh, six p.m. Uh, like after work with mm -hmm. snacks and catering. That mm -hmm. would be also cool, and then the second show at eight thirty. Okay. And children's shows as well. There's a kid applying. He's eleven. He's gonna. Apply an open mic on Mondays. Yeah, I see, yeah. I saw. I saw his mom wrote to you, right? Yeah. Yeah. It's gonna be. Weird. Are you gonna let him let him perform? Well, it's open mic, but still, you know, it's. I I wrote to her. I I mean, I wrote back that I don't think that stand up comedy is a discipline for younger than eighteen or sixteen. What'd you write? Eighteen or sixteen? Sixteen to eighteen. Okay. Because I, I started. I started when I was sixteen. So. Yeah. Uh, but it's still like, I think that. Before you, like, for example, I don't think I'm going to reach my full stand-up comedy potential before I'm going to be 45. Okay. Yeah. Let's say something like that. And I really think that nobody can reach the full potential before they're 21. Like 21, 23, or whatever. Because you need some life experience to be able yeah. to talk on... I mean... When you were 16, what were you talking about? Jerking off and uh, going out and getting drunk? And did you have actually any critical I don't think I, Yeah, no, I don't think I had anything <laughs> in my comedy. There was nothing there. I watched, I watched something, like preparing for this tour. Uh -huh. I watched like a video of myself when I was 16. Couldn't watch to the end. It was just so <laughs> painful. Like, just so. I know. Oh. I mean, I started when I was 25 and still it was like, oh my God, yeah. what the hell is that? But yeah, I completely understand. So I don't know what he's going to... I mean, let, people let him wait, suffer uh, that pain. Yeah, yeah. It's my mom. That was your mom, yeah. Yes. Just to finish off, uh, I have two questions that I'm mm -hmm. interested in. One is uh, international comedians that performed for you, the big yeah. ones. Did they? Who? First of all, who was it? Uh, Eddie Izzard and uh, Jimmy Carr. Only them two. And uh, Dylan Moran. But okay. Dylan was not in the big venue. He was in a smaller, a little bit smaller venue. Did they change anything for the comedy scene in Croatia? I don't think so. No, not especially. They just kind of used Dobrve, like Croatian, like high or yeah, whatever. Yeah. But Eddie, I think he was trying out material for his tour. Okay. So that kind of felt like, okay. Why are you trying out new, new material on us? <laughs> but nobody in the audience noticed except the comedians. We were like, <laughs> okay. But then he, you, you could see that a lot of people watched his shows on the on the YouTube and everything because he kind of went back to the the Lego Star Wars, yeah, continue, yeah. things like that, and, and people uh, catch like catched up. So I don't think he actually changed. A lot for it, and Jimmy didn't change. I think anything on it. Okay. No, because you mean like to. I just mean maybe like they came and all of a sudden there was a bigger interest in stand-up. They went on TV and all of a sudden. Oh, that! Yeah. Uh, like if they uh, changed anything for? Well, not exactly. They actually kind of came after the stand-up was already. I mean, Eddie Izzard was here. 
two years ago, and Jimmy was four months ago. Okay. Three months ago. So, and at those shows, how many people came to those shows? Uh, Eddie was, I think, 1,200, and Jimmy as well. Oh, in, in this place? No, no, no. no, 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 no. no, no. In uh, Lisinski Hall. It's a big, big uh, concert hall. And how many, how many, how much were tickets? Uh, 30 euros, 25 to 30 euros. Okay. There were a lot. All right, that's quite a big Yeah, run. but Eddie's are this famous for like a whole bunch of years, even before we started and everything. But it didn't change a lot for the scene, unfortunately. Sure. More... When we go on TV, that maybe kind of changes uh, it for the scene. That's where you bring me to my second question, mm-hmm. is uh, how's Croatian stand-up uh, working with TV? Are you guys regularly on TV? No, we are not. Uh, I don't know what's the fault for that. Maybe because I'm a gay woman uh, <laughs> and living in Croatia and running things. So, like, if we can re- get rid of her, then maybe we'll... No, I already told them, uh, guys, like, guys, if you... Like, if that's a problem, like, I'll just, like, but you go on TV. And are you being serious now? This is not a... Are you no, I'm being sarcastic. Okay, thank God. But, no, because yeah, but you never know. Yeah. But uh, I think that the bigger problem is that uh, they think of us like... Uh, how, how do I say that in English? Not jokers, but like... Ah, those joke tellers. Okay. Like, and I think they're afraid of us. Like, anybody who saw us, I think that they're afraid, like, what are we going to say? And they don't invite us into live shows, which <laughs> 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 like, would be really weird for them, because, like, who's going to control what they're going to say and stuff like that? And we're not interested in... I mean, I think that the Balkan celebrity scene in general, I mean, this, like, entertainment scene, yeah. became... Boobs, expensive cars, uh, asses, and stuff like that. And we are actually not people who, sh- like, you cannot succeed in Croatia or Serbia or wherever if you don't mingle with the 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 cream de la creme, which yeah. is like we don't like. I mean, look at us. We don't we don't do that. After the show, we don't go out and like give flying kisses and hi hi yeah. hi. We just light a joint and go dancing if we want somewhere. If not, we just like go hang <laughs> or hang out with each other or go home and watch yeah. like movies or stand up or whatever. So it's not kind of like we're alternative. Has has there been a stand up comedy show in Croatian TV on national TV? Yeah, it was called Club of Laughter, okay. and we beat the ratings of everything, even the uh, that informative program of half an hour. News, you, news, like the big yeah, but you know the half an hour big news during the day. Yeah, because we have news and we have Dnevnik, which is like what happened during the day with the news. It's the main news. Yeah, the news are five minutes and the main news are half an yeah, hour. Yeah. So we even beat the radios, uh, ratings of that as well with uh, only three episodes. We only had three episodes. And the first one uh, was twice the ratings that they expected. Yeah. second one was uh, 11%. It's, and the third one, like, skyrocketed. And after that, when they... And those three shows were taped uh, <coughs> free. Mm-hmm. For free? From our side, like, for promotion. Okay. And then after that, they had to pay, and then we didn't have any more shows. <laughs> so the, the first time you did TV was for free. The second time when you wanted to come on, they didn't want to pay you, and that's why. Yeah, you there was. On? It was supposed to. The deal was like, okay, we're gonna do those three, uh-huh. and then after those three, we're gonna do uh, more. More. Yeah. 
especially if the ratings were good. And then, but it's not going to be for free. It's we're going to because for the first three, they said we will invest our production, and you will invest your uh, material. material. And if it succeeds, then we do it all together, and you get paid this, this, this. And those three succeeded, and then all of a sudden it's. TV. <laughs> yeah, it seems that every uh, I know every person I'm talking with, it never seems that TV uh, is compatible with stand-up. That the more I talk with people, the more I realize that I don't think stand-up. And they don't realize that it should be taped in live uh, in in a club. Yeah. We kind of actually uh, managed to get them to tape it here. They wanted to tape it in a studio, and I was like, no. And then the, the the director said that they will, uh, if if it's possible, they will uh, they will pay for the audience. And we're like, no, 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 no. Like in the Wheel yeah. of Fortune, like you pay. Yeah. For, and we're like, no, no. And they're like, okay, then put the free entrance. And we're like, no, we're gonna put normal ticket. It's just live yeah. TV shoot, and uh, people will be will want to be part of yeah. the atmosphere on yeah. TV. It's like we were sold out. They were completely shocked, and I'm like, yes. Yeah. Yeah. And that's how that's the only actually fee like that we got for the performance. Mm -hmm. And in an hour and a half, they taped the whole show and they had three or four episodes, and they put three on. And I told you it's after that. And it, now it will be t two years because we agreed the contract that after two years they can uh, they had the right to show it once and rewind uh, like reuse it, yeah, reuse it, it uh, replay it the next day. And that's it with each show. Yeah. Because they kind of just like use it. Yeah, use yeah, it yeah. But after two years, yeah. then they can like reuse it and replay it and whatever. So now it's going to be two years pretty soon. And I accept, accept, like, expect us to be on TV again like the whole freaking time. <laughs> because the dinner for five, you know that? Like there is five of us, and yeah. then one night we c I cook in my house for the four of you, and then one night you cook for okay. the four of us, right? yeah. and then uh, you, we each give like uh, grades, okay. and then who wins gets some money in That's the like end. A right. you're it's about a TV, TV show. like okay. cooking show, yeah. Okay, okay, yeah. So we w were on that eight years ago. Like as you guys, comedians. Uh, like five of us, the, the first group that started. We now we're gonna be on the Wheel of Fortune soon. <laughs> Is that for promotional purposes or just because? Yeah, and it's a humanitarian shit. Okay. Like, uh, but people we don't win money. Yeah. It goes to the good cause. But this time we agreed, like. Okay, I think the studio is a good cause enough. So yeah. if we can just kind of put the money in the club, we don't need it. But if I mean we do, but we, if like if you don't know what to do with the money, there are refugees though. <laughs> they actually told me on a meeting, we don't know what humanitarian action to do anymore, and I'm like, they're refugees from Syria. <laughs> like well, what? <laughs> so yeah, but we were on the dinner for five in 2007 or six yeah. even maybe. Yeah, in 2007, I was in fucking Big Brother. In 2000, in Celebrity, I don't don't ask. No, <laughs> yeah. no, you did the Celebrity. They paid Brick enough Brother money group. for that. How much did they pay? How well, I sh I'm obligated by the contract not to talk about it. But um, yeah, they paid because uh, usually for Big Brother, you don't get any money. When you go inside, you yeah. don't get many money. You get only money if you win. In this celebrity, which was ridiculous because I'm not a celebrity. That's what I was going to say. I laughed so much because they called me and they're like, okay, you're the only girl from five of you, like for five yeah. minutes. We want you in the Celebrity Big Brother. And I'm like, okay. 
and it's good for promotion. It, at that point, really, nobody actually knew about us that we existed yeah. or whatever. So it, it's kind of it was kind of. I mean, only the Zagreb people knew for the to filling up the club. But yeah. if we want to go gig somewhere outside of Zagreb, it's a good thing to do anything on TV. Mm-hmm. And they told me who I'm going to be in with, yeah. which is, was ridiculous. I I got so pissed every day. I had like this fashion stylists inside and yeah. those kind of <laughs> it was ridiculous. But they are like, okay, and I'm and I'm like, can you call some of the guys? And like, no, no, we want you because you're the only girl. And I'm like, okay. And the guy and first I was thinking like three days. I'm like, oh my god, I'm gonna do what? Am I really gonna do that? What? And the guys are like, come on, they called only you. Don't fuck it up. Now go for all of us. It's gonna be good. And I mean, they're gonna pay you enough money. And then, I th- and then I called them, like, okay, it was approximately up and down 2,000 euros per week, okay. which I never saw that much money in my life. And I'm like, okay. And it was only for three weeks. It's not like regular, yeah, big yeah, brother. Yeah. It's a celebrity thing, so no celebrity has time to be there for three months. So it was kind of for three weeks. They canceled it after two because it was ridiculously boring because they put friends inside. It was ridiculous. And when they end, I you still talk about this on the stage today, and people laugh because I always tell them like they called me the celebrity big brother, and I'm sure that the people in Croatia when they were watching that on the TV, they're like, Nevin, this guy, Nevin, Nevin is coming in, and people are like, oh, Nevin is coming, okay. And then this one is going in, oh, this like, and then I came. People in Croatia were like, "Huh?" <laughs> I'm sure of it. Because, and celebrity, but so it was ridiculous. But that didn't, that's why I wanted to tell you. dinner of five. It was the same TV show, uh, TV house yeah. company that we did the stand-up comedy thing. And uh, yesterday, my uh, niece called me and like, "I'm watching you on the TV again. It's the dinner for five. And I'm like, "What the? F-? It's eight years from then, and they still run it every couple of months. So I'm kind of afraid what they're gonna do with." Uh, a show that actually had an amazing ratings. Mm-hmm. Now, after the two years will pass, sure. I think that we're going to be falling out of the pate. I don't know <laughs> if you have that saying. No, but it sounds very chic, falling out of the pate. Yeah, so I think we're going to be for breakfast, like in the morning before you go TV. There is us on the TV. <laughs> so I think they're going to reuse us and reuse us. And I don't know when it's a new when they're gonna have new, a new day show. for another TV show. But now we're trying to kind of... Uh, uh, with another TV company, we're negotiating about a deal to have only three-minute clips live from studio, but mm-hmm. not live live, mm-hmm. but like kind of taped here yeah, yeah, yeah. and put, which is for us so easy to do. Yeah. Like production, like production, production company yeah. comes here, tapes one hour and a half show, and we have like for the next mm-hmm. ten weeks we are f- perfectly fine. Yeah. So hopefully that's going to happen. But this Comedy Central thing hel- helped a lot. Last question I want to ask you. Yeah. Uh, roasts. Mm-hmm. Have you had them in Croatia? No, not yet. And what we did on Comedy Central is ridiculous. That was co- They wanted to do improv, stand-up, and roast. And we are roasting. And mm-hmm. we came and we're like, what are we going to roast each other? Nobody knows who we yeah, are. Yeah. And no, no, no. <laughs> Production company that was like, no, no, we're going to roast the subjects. So that's stand-up. <laughs> like no 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 you're gonna roast the subjects no but that's stand up what what, are, what so we kind of roasted each other on the subject hey, so so you so the, you it was ridiculous eight, eight, eight comedians <laughs> it was are you all three or four of us four so there's four comedians <laughs> who are doing a roast <laughs> of a subject and what was the subject various we had we taped forty episodes in four days forty episodes how long is we died. each episode. 25 minutes. 
We, we in four how days. You, how did you come up? With, this sounds like a recipe for disaster. Uh, and it's actually really good. I don't know how did that. Like, they invited us. To, we want to do the Comedy Central thing, and we're like, yeah. Well, let me actually uh, finish the answer for the roast. Uh, no, we don't have uh, unfortunately roasts still. Uh, we almost agreed on one with this uh, political person, and <coughs> she would be a really great. And she said, yeah, I want to do that, and she was completely on board until we explained to her the last part. And she's like, no, 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 I can't do that. No, but we will write jokes for you. Okay. No, 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 no. So she was perfectly fine. With everyone. Like, like, and we explained to her, 10 of us sitting, you sitting on the throne, and we just kind of, like, demolish you on the stage. Yeah, yeah perfectly. You cannot, <laughs> well, she said, you cannot say anything that another political party already didn't say about me in the past yeah. three or four years, because they really, like, pulled out everything they could about her. So she said, yeah, I don't care. You can look like they yeah. said almost everything, but you will actually make fun of it and actually make it funny. Yeah. So they didn't. And uh, But she was on board until we reached that final part. And uh, in Serbia, they didn't have roast yet. In Slovenia, they had a roast of the f- most famous stand-up comedian of them, yeah. which is like also like, okay, what? Like we do roast of me right now. Yeah. Like all of them do roast of me at the moment or Ivan, this other guy. Uh, and that's it, which is ridiculous. Like we're roast, nah. It yeah. sh- should be some, and I hope that one day the, a political person or some celebrity will realize that making fun of yourself it's a really good PR. Yeah. Because I, let's face it, that's why Justin Bieber and all of these people do roast. So yeah, that's it. But the the Comedy Central thing, it was they called us and they said, okay, you want to be on the Comedy Central? Yes, sure. Okay, from Prague they're sending, and it was really, in, we taped it in Belgrade, yeah. in Penakiba, where you're going to perform. Yeah, yeah. We taped it there. And it actually really was like four, uh, six cameras, uh, microphones on the audience. Uh, in, in front of Penakiba was this huge production truck, like yeah, yeah. really the, the one that uh, follows the World Cup or whatever. It was really mm-hmm. like, it looked like Shazam. <laughs> like you came there like, oh my God. And uh, but after they, we realized that it was just like we, it was a gift for us on four days, and they told us, okay, the truck came here for four days. They paid it from Prague yeah. to come to Central. Paid it for four days. That's all we have, and they won four episodes, uh, forty episodes. And we're like, what the? The f- great thing is, it was on our <coughs> own language, uh-huh. so they're translating it in every country, like uh, subtitles. Uh, so that was great, and uh, they already told us, okay, each of you prepare three times ten minutes stand-up, mm-hmm. and it was 14 of us, mm-hmm. so we just did that, like, for the, day in the first day and a half, yeah. from uh, from uh, 8 o'clock in the morning until 10 o'clock in the evening, mm-hmm. that's what we did, they had paid audience, yeah. because nobody will su- would survive that uh, amount yeah, yeah. of time, and it, it's that's why they all look dead, and like that. <laughs> But it was really a lot of fun, and that's it was just kind of factory, like on the you know the factory yeah, yeah, lane, yeah, like yeah, that yeah. was that st- factory lane stand up. It was like, who's next, Marina? Go! I go on. They tape it for ten minutes. Go on. So in the first hour, uh, day and a half, we did yeah. only stand up, and they were like, okay, now it's time for roast. You know the, all the subjects. I'm like, okay, and we were divided before, yeah. like ten days before, we we each got okay. Uh, Marina Goran and Tihomir yeah. are on the subject uh, history. Okay. 
So, and then I was the host of the roast. They two were the guests of the roast. And then I go on the stage. Yeah. It's seven minutes. It's each seven minutes. Okay. It's 21 minutes episode. Yeah. So it's seven minutes of this, seven minutes of this one. And um, I go on and I, I'm going to be your host from the roast tonight. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. we're going to roast tourism <laughs> or history and we have our guests here and before I announce one I want to say and then I say a joke about history why yeah, yeah. like I roast the history and then I roast them on the subject like for, for one of them I said okay I don't know if you know the next comedian his name is Alexander and I don't know if you know that uh, Christopher Columbus when he invented uh, when he found uh, America he thought it was India and when uh, Alexander found his sense of humor he thought it was good so l yeah, like that yeah. we roasted each other that's okay. what we could do and the third part was improv and actually we did it really good because I think that we can because we did it on the like traffic lane yeah like a factory lane yeah, because yeah, yeah. we didn't have time to think like the guys who were actually doing improv that yeah. we invited to help us they sucked because they were all the time like okay we have to be good now we have to look good and they were thinking about yeah. everything and we were so freaking tired and so like because we slept for three hours a day each because when you go come home you have to write for the next day and stuff like that so I think we were just going on the stage and like completely empty headed and just doing it yeah. and we actually managed to they told us the, the guy who is director and he's really like he's mean if it's not good he said that uh, 29 of them are really really good like, mm -hmm. excellent. Uh, six of them are good. Mm -hmm. And those couple of them, like, ah, they will pass. <laughs> <laughs> but it was, it's really, it was really, but for, like, I think that we're all changed after that experience, I'm sure. When was this, just by the way? Uh, last October. Not even a year ago. Not even a year ago. Yeah. Is this, can I see this somewhere on the internet? Is it ever going to It's on Comedy Central Extra. Is in, it going to have English subtitles? Yeah, sure. Or right. Polish subtitles. We don't have Comedy Central Extra. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. Well, I, I don't know then. But it has uh, right, yeah. Romanian subtitles, I know that. And Bulgaria, they put it in. Like, for example, when I came to Bulgaria, because of that freaking show, yeah. Ivan put me as a headliner of the festival. And I was closing the festival. And really, 700 people were screaming. I went off the stage. And this guy, little guy, came to us like, Oh, my God, I can't believe you're here. Can I touch you? And I'm like... What? And the show was, it started, we, ta we, we filmed it in October. It started on the middle, in the middle of December. Yeah. And the festival was in February. So in t two months, that did that in yeah. Bulgaria, for example. And it's still here. But it's like, nobody knows about the club. We have to really... But we always had, like, they, they stole us. They took... Uh, we always had some kind of, like... Okay, now we're going to rise up and, like, everybody is going to know about us. And then reality is like, so every time something happens, like the roof breaks and we have to invest money to that. So this breaks. Like, oh, come on. I really wish it, we, we could, could have, like, 2,000 euros that I can just come to the jumbo poster, posters on mm -hmm. the, in the city. Yeah. That I could just come there and, like, there is 2,000 euros and hold the posters for a month, like <laughs> 20 of them in the cities with our faces on it and shit like that. Yeah. So people, because, for example, I went to buy bread last night. Went to the bakery store, 
the lady said, oh, my God, I can't even believe you're here. I'm watching you every day on TV. Oh, my God, I can't. Where can I see you? And I'm like, we have a show every day. <laughs> every day in studio. Where is that? Oh, oh God. Yeah. So, yeah, we're actually kind of really, really full by the amount of people who actually know that we exist. So, yeah. Sure. But that comedy central thing was really fun. <laughs> and we couldn't... Uh, that was the best, the, the worst thing. The best thing was when we roasted the Comedy Central uh, rule book. They allowed us to roast the rule book of okay. Comedy Central. Yeah, yeah. That was so much fun. Because in the rule book of Comedy Central, they beeped every fucking curse. Yeah, like, yeah. even if, you, if somebody said shit, they beeped mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. And we were not allowed to joke on the national uh, level which was the worst. Like, all the audience that watches us on Comedy Central, they all come on the street to us like, how is it possible that on the stage are standing Bosnian guy, Croatian girl, Serbian guy, and Slovenian girl, and you are not saying anything about that? And we're like, we were not allowed. You were, what? Why weren't you allowed? Yeah, why weren't you allowed? I don't know. Those were the rules. Interesting. Thank you.